2: Tiffany.
1: Yes. We're back. We are back.
2: Part five.
1: It is always a pleasure. You are my favorite person to talk to.
2: Well, uh, thank you for uh, inviting me. You you brought me to another like, uh, you know, paradise house. <laughs> From one mansion to another. Yeah. <laughs> All over LA. This is just how you roll.
1: Um, It is the lifestyle. Yeah. Yes. All right. On um, on um, with class, mm-hmm. red carpet, first class, yes,
2: yeah, yeah. Uh, it's been, I guess, almost a year. Like, since uh, we, yeah, since yes. we like maybe like nine, ten months mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, since the end of Big Brother twenty three. I, I was
1: living in the house around this time. Yeah, hoping that I would make it until my birthday,
2: and you did. I did. Yeah.
1: That was my dream. I was like, I have to have my birthday in the Big Brother house.
2: Well, you've had a busy year. I did. How, uh, how has it been?
1: Wow, it has been nonstop. It th- so many things have changed from what my life was like before Big Brother. Just the connections, introductions, opportunities, the doors opening, What I, um, the path I wanna take and how I wanna live my life. It's allowed me a freedom, mm-hmm. so.
2: There's a new season. Yes. New people in the house. Mm-hmm. Uh, how does it feel?
1: You know, it was really weird. I didn't expect to have any kind of feeling at all. Just maybe like, oh, I used to live there. But as I've been watching, like, them live in the house, I do have some nostalgia, like, oh, my God, that's my bed. That's my room. I was in that bathroom. I was in that house. Um, And also... There's a difference in the relationships I see being built compared to my experience with relationships I had in the house, Mm -hmm. and it's such a totally different dynamic. It's, um, I think I always thought, once I lived in the house, that this is the way the environment just generally is. Mm -hmm. You get together, you all meet, you love each other, you have fun, it becomes family, But I'm seeing that that is not always the case.
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, um, Taylor in the house uh, has referenced you, a big fan. Uh, One of the reasons why she got into the show was watching the cookout. Um, But but she's definitely been ill-treated, I think uh, we can say. Um, How has your reaction to that been?
1: It was emotional for me, and that I was not expecting. I had been so, I've keeping up with the live feed so much. I remember I was in Dayton, and I was watching her kind of realize that she was being left out. She was being isolated, and... I remember my first week in the house, there were 15 other people, and it was such the busiest, loudest, most chaotic thing where I could never get a minute to myself. And not that I was really even trying, but there was always someone to talk to, always something to do. I used to say it takes 20 minutes to get anywhere in the Big Brother house. So when I was watching her realize that she was alone and feeling alone, uh, it really broke my heart. I realized that she was crying on the live feed before I even knew she was crying before it was, I said, I started tearing up and crying because I don't know what it's like to feel that alone in there. And I can't even imagine what it feels like. It's a totally different environment to be in and to be alone with no family, no friend, no escape, no phone, no book, no no nothing to take your mind off of it, but to actually just accept this is where I am. This is the reality of how things are with me being here. And I have to struggle through this by myself. My heart broke for her because I always had at least one person that I could go to, whether it was Claire, Derek X, Hannah, um, Kylan. I had someone in the house, Aza. We just never felt that we did not have anybody. So that has to be um, a very uncomfortable feeling because you don't even know anyone and how can you make somebody be a person for you, just of support. Mm-hmm. So I was uh, that affected me emotionally. I cried, I cried very hard. And I also realized um, when I was emotional, I could not process why I was so emotional. Um, I was crying and I, a friend was with me and I felt very uncomfortable being so vulnerable in mm-hmm. front of someone who had never seen me cry. Um, and I said, I really can't tell you why I'm crying like this. I am watching her and my heart hurts for her. Um, but I also realized that the way that people are kind of treating her, I did experience later on in the house where people were talking behind my back and and these pe- and I'm thinking that these people are my friend and they're not. And then I ended up realizing that I never processed the hurt that I experienced in the house. Mm. Because when I came out, I was on such a high from not just winning America's Favorite Player, but just from what we did and the bonds that I made. And I wanted everyone to just be able to come out and enjoy the experience that we had. So I never got out, hey, I'm really hurt. Because I never even acknowledged that, hey, I was really hurt. I was like, yeah, it's fine. I'm good. And you're doing so many things that you don't have time to look back at three days ago. Then you look back and there's a month, pa- a month has passed. But I've been going this way the whole entire time. And I never thought to go back and say, did you process that feeling that you had about this? And and I didn't realize that until I was crying. And then I real- I thought I'm like, I'm crying about Taylor, but I was also crying about myself. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Well, I mean, I feel like there's been such a gender divide in the house as well. And from my perspective, at least, we're hearing a lot of players, a lot of women in the house talk about what happened to you. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that has been kind of a driving force for some of the women to really buckle down this season and be like, we really need a woman to succeed now. I don't know that they're like uh, doing super well uh, yeah. at that job, but there ha- it does seem like there's been more of a push, and there has been this notion of like, hey, you know, we don't we don't want what happened to Tiffany to happen to us. Mm-hmm. Essentially, like, if there were more if ti- more women around mm-hmm. uh, for Tiffany to work with in mm-hmm. the end, then that season probably would have ended differently and so people are really thinking about that um is it like is it weird to have that kind of an impact on like this season right now
1: definitely it is i am still processing how it feels when people recognize me um so when i am watching this back And we've said that before, even in the house, we're like, oh, my God, next seasons, future seasons, people are going to be talking about us. Mm -hmm. But it doesn't affect you. It's surreally until someone actually says your name Mm -hmm. and to hear um, the positivity around my name, um, me making an impact, someone playing the game in their own way based on them watching me, even with the errors or mistakes that I've made, if I'm able to help you advance your game, if you've learned something from me, I'm I'm happy about that as well. It, um, it is, it is nuts. It's so, but it, I am a mom. I have been a teacher. I am a lover. I just love people. I am a giver. I'm very generous, not with things, but just with, um experience and wisdom in life of uh, the things that actually matter and mm-hmm. in, in life like encouragement and support and so when i hear them speak about me i'm glad that i was able to give them something mm-hmm. um it, it's crazy when I read that Taylor said, oh, my God, I'm sleeping in Tiff's bed. Yeah. She said, hey, girl, send me some of that juju. Um, but in the beginning juju, not towards the end. I said, I said you 100 percent right. I will only send you all the good stuff because something was going on in the end. But that is so dope because I am a fan of hers. Like mm-hmm. I'm cheering for her. I'm like. You know, I had no idea she knew who I was, that she even had thought anything about me. And to hear her speak about me, it it warms my heart. It makes me feel good. Like Those are the things that give me fulfillment, you know, that I'm able to help somebody. And someone actually sees me in a positive light. Some people are just looking to um, find some fault in you or to look for something wrong Or to always think the worst about you, that's their first instinct is, well, it's a negative you must have. And so when someone actually can look at me and give me the benefit of the doubt or allow me a little bit of grace that you don't have to see that you don't have to look at me in a negative light first. I really respect that. It made it made me feel appreciative of my experience that, I, that someone else can learn from it.
2: Yeah, I mean, so you've obviously been keeping up with the feeds and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um There has been a lot of talk about the cookout and yeah. what the cookout did. Yeah. Um, you know, specifically with uh, a lot of the black players, mm-hmm. um, mostly talking about like that we love what they did. Yeah. We're not going to do it yeah. this time. Some of it's like we couldn't do it this time, Mm -hmm. but others like we're not going to do it this time. Mm -hmm. What have you seen in terms of like um, like what kind of because it was talked about all all season during Mm -hmm. your season. There was this discussion about like what kind of impact is the cookout going to have moving forward? Will it make it more difficult Mm -hmm. for black players to work together? Will it make it better? Like what kind of like impact will it have? What have you seen in terms of this season so far uh, with that impact?
1: We knew, and I'll just speak for myself, I figured that it would be challenging for Mm -hmm. what we did to be done again. I could not even imagine six other people having the desire to go and do that. And they don't have to. Mm -hmm. It's like, hey, we kicked this door down. The door is down. You don't have to come in, kick it down again. But I also hoped that we would have made a lasting impact to show it's okay to work together and you don't have to there are many multi, multitudes of how you can work together you don't have to do essentially what we did you don't have to reinvent the wheel but just showing um a little respect for we for for your for the culture and the people that are look just like you who have not had a chance before. We know how hard it's been for Black people to get further in this game. So you don't actually have to actively target, but you also don't have to have, like, a final six or a final five mm-hmm. like we did. But you you can at least um, have a little respect for the people that you're playing with. I, I understand that they didn't want to necessarily... Um, team up the way we did because that paints a big target and Mm. even if you are actively not playing your game that way because we did i can see other people wondering if other groups are going to come in and play the same game
2: so uh apart from taylor has anybody stood out to you in terms of like uh, their gameplay their personality
1: you know Michael is playing a good game. Mm. I had my picks before when the cast was first revealed, and I knew nothing really except, like, their little bios. Um, I was definitely, like, I was feeling Nicole. She kind of gives me a combination of, like, myself and Casey a little bit, more Casey, Mm. but just looking at her, going, okay, she's 41. She's got the shave cut with the long hair on top. Um, She seems to be able to draw people in. I'm like, okay, but then she also seemed low-key, a badass. I was like, she's giving me Casey vibes. Mm. Um, But, as I'm watching them all play the game, everyone just fell into this Taylor um, pot of stew, and I was expecting someone of a Maybe a little older, a little more experienced to say, I'm not falling into that. Mm -hmm. And it's not that you have to stand and defend her or become her ally, but adding more layers onto it, I I didn't find that helpful. So at that point, I'm like, well, who is here to play the game and not to play um, high school popularity, um, homecoming I just couldn't figure this. I'm like, where are we? Are we in 11th grade? But Michael is really playing the game. I like that. I see him um, uh, just actively being a statue in the room while conversations are going on around him me going to myself damn why didn't i play that game (laughs) like i wanted to be the one that just sits listens gets all the information goes back to my bed replay it and find out how i can use it to my advantage
2: could you imagine michael running around all right so i've got the new master plan (laughs)
1: Michael what it would not surprise me at all if Michael comes up with a master plan true he is in all of the conversations he mm-hmm. people are just freely speaking around him as if he is not a threat I don't know how they don't see him as a super fan or they're just okay with him being a super fan or he's just making people feel comfortable with him being there um, and and not finding him a threat. But he won two competitions, two mm-hmm. veto comps back to back. We have to be careful of veto kings, okay? <laughs> um, because I can put you on the block and you can still come down. So mm-hmm. um, I'm worried about him painting that target on his back. But... I I like the I like that he's playing the game, and I think he is a thinker, and I have a lot of respect for thinkers.
2: Yeah. Uh, what did you think about the the backstage twist? Uh, how it was supposed to play out, which uh, I think is a lot more akin to uh, the other show that you've done recently.
1: Oh, hmm. Yes, My, the challenge. Yes. I, that backstage twist was was overly confusing, mm-hmm. and I think that they're just trying to twist things up so that no one feels comfortable. I did have an idea that they were probably going to make them compete for that uh, elimination. Mm-hmm. Um, it's save Taylor.
2: Well, yeah. Yeah, to, yeah. because they might not have canceled the eviction.
1: No, uh, I don't if, think they would have canceled If
2: Palomo wasn't theoretically in danger. Y- yeah. Yes,
1: yeah. I think Taylor was going home mm-hmm. at that point. Um I, I'm glad that I'm not in there with that backstage because it's kind of like being in purgatory. Mm-hmm. you don't you, you're not you don't have a vote you but also you can't get nominated but you also can still go home. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't I don't want to be a part of it. I don't like it but it's uh, it's production playing a game with the house guests.
2: Well, they're also now about to be uh, paired up. And duos, BB besties, uh, which is also like, it's like, okay, guys, uh, we get it. Like the challenge started, you don't have to try to be the challenge at every given opportunity. It is a
1: random algorithm. I (laughs) feel bad for them. I feel bad for anyone who says this is a random algorithm because it is not random. (laughs) Yeah. And for anyone who doesn't know, you are always playing a game against production as well. Mm -hmm. So when you say, I don't like this person, but I love this person, when that random algorithm rolls (laughs) around, chances are you will be with your best enemy.
2: Mm. I don't know how they're going to pick yet. Um, You know, I, I think it should be. Random. It's the randomizer. Um, but
1: if they let them random pick according each other to like who. Right. Random according to production or random according to some mechanical device that actually
2: really randomly selects mm-hmm. people. I mean look, I would I d I don't think they should should even hide it. Like just if they want to make picks, just be like, Yeah, we've chosen <laughs> Yeah. These are the pairs. This is uh true. have fun.
1: Now, when we actually do have to do things like when I know people say, "Oh, what do they mean they chose a random order? Is that true?" Mm-hmm. When we do things by random draw, mm-hmm. it it is really random. Yeah. We pull numbers from the a bag. Draw yeah. yeah. Um if it's going to be like that where uh there there's numbers and, or they mm-hmm. pull each other's names, that would be quite interesting to see who gets paired up.
2: Yeah, yeah. I think I think it should be. I think it should be genuinely random. I think that uh, there are enough weird pairings in the house. Although I think it's a real missed opportunity if uh, they don't pair Kyle up with Taylor, uh, or really mm-hmm. most people up with Taylor. But specifically with uh, all of the stuff happening with Alyssa, um,
1: if Kyle and <laughs> Taylor are paired together. The, the live feeds are going to go nuts and so will Alyssa <laughs> Alyssa is ready to risk it all for Kyle she said I will tell you all of my secrets and he mm-hmm. said I will give you one
2: <laughs> <laughs> she literally had just talked to uh, Amira the day before when Amira's telling her about like liking how Kyle liked her she's like well don't worry you're still my final two. Mm-hmm. I will evict him, mm-hmm. and then the next day, mm-hmm. uh, she was like, "You wait, you talk to Taylor." Okay, I, never mind. Mm-hmm. Screw am- Screw everything. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's she's got a thing for Kyle, and he knows it,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and he is using it to his advantage. And you have to keep your head focused on the game. Mm-hmm. The minute you start thinking about anything else, you almost have lost. I am speaking from experience because one of my biggest downfalls was um, when I started escaping from the Big Brother house and reading. Yeah. And the only thing we could read was the Bible. Now, it's a great book, it's got uh, wonderful stories, but it was my escape from the game. While I'm escaping from the game, everyone else is thinking everyone else is actively playing I'm three hours in I'm still reading Like I love it here in this place you cannot have an escape you Mm -hmm. actively need to be focusing on your next move so if she's actively thinking about Kyle and who he's talking to and what he's doing and does he like her and how does she look today and is she impressing him and that's not game girl that's you getting gamed
2: yeah Uh, We see it a lot, too. It's like, because a lot of people feel like they go into the house, and I think even Kyle thinks it this way to some degree. They think, okay, a showmance is bad because it puts a target on your back. Mm -hmm. People are going to target you because you're in a showmance. Uh, I think historically that's not super true. No. Um, Being in a showmance kind of gives you more power because there's now a guaranteed person in the house that will have your back and will come after the person that comes after you, uh, it's not always going to be that way. Like, if it's just the two of you against the entire house, then yeah, you're screwed. But if you're already in a majority alliance and now you additionally have another person that's backing you up, it tends to help you out. The way that I feel like showmances tend to wreck people's games are what you're talking mm-hmm. about, where yeah, it distracts them and they're they're too focused on the relationship, yeah. on, like, what they're doing with it. Um... And it just, uh, it doesn't end up uh, working properly. And I think we, we kind of saw that with, um, we've seen that with many, I think, players in the mm-hmm. past. But, yeah, we'll see. We'll see how Kyle handles it because I, I, he does, I think, like Alyssa. Mm-hmm. A little bit scared of her now. Mm-hmm. Uh, but. Um, I just
1: don't think guys like when women like them too much too soon. Oh, no. Yeah. I know. mean. I mean, anybody, kind of. But guys, yeah. really, guys, to me, my opinion is, guys like a chase. Mm-hmm. And that's why they work hard for their money, that, you know, men like a chase. So the men, it's like, as long as you're running, (laughs) as long as you're walking in this direction and he is still chasing you, you're good. The minute you turn around and say, oh, here I am, he's like, all right, cool. (laughs) Now let me go find something else to do.
2: So what does it mean when they're carrying you? Is that?
1: When they're carrying you, it could mean, A, you sprained your ankle. Yes. Or, B, he's a total gentleman. There you go. I mean, I don't know. It it, it can offend or hurt some people, but I, for one, don't mind being carried. Mm -hmm. And um, if you want to carry me, (laughs) carry me.
2: It, so well, obviously, um, if you're if you're a Big Brother watcher, <laughs> you might not know what we're talking about. Uh, Tiffany was on the challenge, mm-hmm. um, and uh, to I guess spoilers for the challenge up to episode two, yeah, right, very shortly. Um, that uh, Tiffany unfortunately was was out early here. It was was um, I, I, you say primarily due to the the ankle injury?
1: No, I think it was a lot of factors. Yeah, um, from from almost day one, it was obvious that, um, the Love Island girls felt I, uh, had a relationship mm-hmm. and with Cinco that was going to affect how their game was played with their friends,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and, um, it was very uncomfortable for me because I'm like, hey, this is just my friend. We have never messed around. We don't date, we have met, we're friends. Um, and I'm sorry that that bothers people. Mm. Um, and so it was, it, it was that, first of all. Um, I was not one of the strongest women in the house. And with the men being paired with the women, a downfall to your game could be being paired with a weaker player. Yeah. When you talk about 16 other women, I was one of the oldest, I was not the oldest, but I was one of the oldest. I was not one of the strongest. And then I did hurt my ankle. So there were so many factors that went into who's more likely to go home if they're thrown in. And it was really between myself and Alyssa with um, her being paired with Enzo and me being paired with Cashel. And just so happened me and Cashel probably were the perfect recipe because he was hungover. He also didn't have a close relationship with Love Island. And he was a wild card probably to other people in the house because he kind of seemed like he was on his own island. This whole thing about me being the glue that holds Big Brother together, I can't tell. According to Tyson, everyone from Big Brother was okay with me going in. So, only way we know if I'm the glue is if they come trickling out after me, right?
3: Yeah, I guess so. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family
2: Uh you did say that you uh, you respected Tyson mm-hmm. on the way out. Is that uh is that still true?
1: So to answer your question, yes. When I met him, I meet people as a person. Mm-hmm. Um I wish I had the um mindset to like just assess them as players so I could actually be like, oh this is why they're a threat to me. Mm-hmm. But in order for me to even do this, like, have a a face-to-face or a personal relationship, I actually need to genuinely like you. Yeah. I met Tyson and liked him as a person. Mm -hmm. And I was like, he is just, he's just... Tyson gives BDE all day long, okay? <laughs> and that is not like, oh, I'm, like I'm attracted to him. Mm-hmm. He's just got a swag about himself. Yeah. He's cool. He's laid back. He's tall. He's lean. He's nice looking. He's agile. He's athletic. He's, um, he's, he's non-problematic. Um, I was like, hey, do you have a brother?
2: <laughs>
1: Tyson is just cool. So as a person, I liked him. Mm-hmm. When I saw him compete, He's not a he's not braggadocious. He's not arrogant about it, um, and I love that he is unapolog- unapologetically him. Mm-hmm. He's like, hey, yeah, um, all these people got to go home. I have no problem with you, but if you got to go, you got to go. Mm-hmm. I love that. I saw him compete. He's a he's a heck of a competitor. I have respect for that. I like. I like strong competitors too. And I like when I see someone who's good at what they do. Mm-hmm. So I respected him on that level. And when he said to me, like, Tiff, you're safe. You're good with me. Really believed him. Mm-hmm. Um, and although he threw me in, I still felt that it was less of him yeah. and more of going with with the majority, yeah, and that's still a game move. Mm-hmm. So I was like, "Cool, do I still respect him?" Absolutely. I talk to Tyson. I'll DM him. He's just—he's just, he's just really—he's a cool guy.
2: Uh, yeah, I, I love Tyson. He's—I uh, I think what you what you were saying about him, like he just doesn't care how other people. Like, perceive him. Yeah, like, uh, but he's, he's also
1: not trying to make you perceive him a certain way. Exactly. He's not the bad guy. He's not in your face saying, hey, I don't care if you don't like me. Yeah, You yeah. know, he's just like, wow, that's how you feel. He's just like,
2: this is me. Yeah. Like, exactly. uh, take it or leave it. Yes, you know? <laughs>
1: yes. I'm, I'm not here to impress you. I'm not here to turn you against me. I'm not here to turn you off. I'm here to win this money.
2: hmm Yeah. Uh, so, um, how do you feel about, the like, the whole challenge experience? Like... Uh, do you like? Uh, do you regret doing it? Like, do you want to go back?
1: I've been thinking about this. Right, I am so glad that I did it. Mm-hmm. it I did things I would never do. Um, it. I tested my bravery was tested beyond anything of my wildest dreams. And to be able to say that I did these things is an accomplishment to myself and something I can be proud of when I'm older. I can look back, hopefully like when and you're remember or something, yeah, I'm having my dirty thirty this year. I'm <laughs> turning thirty. <laughs> you know when I look back, I can say, these are the things that I was able to do in my life, so I'm thankful for the experience for sure. I explain the way I describe doing something like the challenge or even Big brother it's like... Me calling you saying, Taryn, get dressed. We're about to go hang out. We're gonna get torn up. I got bottles. I got everything, I got bottles. I got, I got people, mm-hmm. we got guys, we got girls, we got cars, we got money, we got drinks, we got everything we need. We about to get it in tonight. Bring anybody you want, right? Mm-hmm. We go out, we have a fabulous time. It's the night to remember. But then you wake up tomorrow and there is the hangover. Your stomach hurts, you vomiting, you gotta get up in the morning, you feel sick, you got this nasty taste, you got a headache. It's like, oh my God, last night was so fun, but I have the worst hangover. Mm -hmm. Because you are going to get a hangover. Mm -hmm. There is no party like that without the hangover. In this world, Mm-mm. there are some people in the real world that can stomach that, and they'll be like, yeah, I, I wouldn't have a hangover. Maybe they're made for these things. So for me, it's like, I had a great time, but it is mind screw after mind screw. I was six months out of the Big Brother house. I'm still not back mentally where I was. Yeah. And I don't even know what that means. Mm-hmm. I just know that I think differently. Yeah. And I like sometimes I'll find myself not even being able to fully focus on the conversation that I'm having Yeah. because my brain feels a little cloudy or a little somewhere else and I didn't have that yeah. before um, but I have it now and so then you go into another situation where you are steadily looking over your back, wondering who's coming after you, having to think for other people, assessing so many situations, not trusting m- wondering if you actually are doing moving in the right direction for your own game. When I came out of the challenge, I was the most reclusive I've ever been in my life. I didn't talk to anybody. It was like two weeks, and I and when I mean like anybody, like my cousin was calling me, and and, and, they, and my family was just like, I, we understand you need your space. I'm like, hey, there's nothing wrong with me. I'm totally fine. I'm I'm not. I'm. You don't have to worry about me, but I need a minute just to myself I don't want to answer any questions I don't want to talk about it. I don't know what happened yeah and then you've got people who actually play a personal game. I can take I can take the player out of the game mm-hmm. I can separate the player from the game. Um, but I also am older than some people too and so my experience in life is just a little different with how I look at things. Um, And I don't like to play a personal game Because in today's society I can't be the old me And say the things I want to say to people About how I really feel Or I will be cancelled completely So I have to have a little class And a little respect And a little dignity And a little maturity And I have to take the higher road And I am afraid for the day That I am not able to do that Because someone has pushed me mm-hmm. that far But in To keep my sanity, when you ask me, do I want to do it again, honestly, I don't know. Yeah. It's like, is it worth it? Yeah. Because there are some people I won't allow in my presence. And then you're like, oh, well, I want you to go live with them. Live. You don't get this. You don't deserve to see me, to hear me, to know what I'm thinking, what I'm doing. You definitely don't deserve to see me eat, drink, sleep, wake up. You don't deserve to be around me. So you want to tell me you want me to go live with these people, and it's like, oh, I'll pay you money. I got money. Mm-hmm. But even if I didn't, some everything is not worth money. Right. My peace of mind cannot be sold. My name and my reputation cannot be sold. So. I'm not willing to just do everything for money. I'm not willing to do anything just to be on TV. There is a line for me. Mm -hmm. And going on the challenge, coming off of it, and suffering from a hangover every single day, I'm like, yeah, CBS, you can find me something else.
2: Yeah. Well, I mean, they've got these, uh, there's this, uh, what was it, The Traitors, the show that they filmed in a castle. I don't know. Uh, See, I never
1: turn my TV on. I'm that type of person.
2: I think uh, I think Cody was going to be on it. Hmm. Um, maybe you can ask him about it. Wait,
1: they live in a castle.
2: I think it was filmed like in a castle somewhere, and it's like uh, some people are secretly traitors, and you got to like figure out who. Hmm. Um, and then uh, and then there's this other one that uh, like Yule from Survivor is going to be on it, and like Rachel Riley and Janelle. Oh, that's
1: on NBC.
2: Um, okay, well, yeah on CBS, but... It's okay. Uh, <laughs> I, I,
1: they didn't buy me. They don't own me.
2: Yeah. It's a little
1: temporary thing that we got going on. You better, I told them, you better hold on to me while you can. You better yeah. make the best out of it.
2: But yeah, I feel, like there, I'm, like, I feel like there are shows that are probably a bit lighter on the mental health toll. And uh,
1: it was very physical too.
2: Oh yeah, I'm sure.
1: It's very physical. And I'm being realistic when I'm like Hey, how long can I continue to do this? Mm-hmm. How, how long do I want to do this? We saw James fall off the ladder and, and, and hurt his back. And I was like, I don't know that I want to be injured out here yeah. trying to prove to these people that I'm willing to go out here and give it my all. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't like being hurt. It's not my thing. I don't want to be in the position where I can be injured. I don't know that I care that much to perform at that type of level. Now you put me in a situation where you're like we want you to think as hard as you can. I'm good there. Let's go. We can massage this brain. Let's play with it. But me and this body, I got to have this I got to have this brain and this body for the rest of my life. Yeah. But it, my body doesn't recover as quickly as it used to, so I'm not—I'm not an athlete like that. I really don't know. Plus, fuck those people.
2: <laughs> Sorry. Well, this, tell me more about like um, the, the like the brain fog and like just the mm-hmm. experience of because I think we we kind of talked about this, you know, when you just got out. Okay. Uh, that like you know it's pretty wild, right? Mm -hmm. Like, uh, it's a whirlwind, you're out of the house, you know, when do you sort of like come back to reality? And, uh, I think to some degree, it sounds like you never really fully came back to where you were before. Um, and so like, how does, does it just, did it just like, is there an adaptation? Does it feel like you've Does it feel like you've been able to settle into a new life or does it still kind of just feel like you're on a a bullet train and you don't know where you land?
1: It's a bullet train, but that's that's all my doing, Mm -hmm. though. I could have easily come out of the house and gone right back to whatever I was doing before, which essentially was running my business. Um, I, I've, my son is always a part of my life, so I don't feel like I need to acknowledge like being a mom. I'm a mom, so I don't feel like I have to say that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do think that entertainment is something that I've always had an interest in. I came out of the house and was like, hey, let's see what other opportunities lie for me. I immediately got the call to be on the challenge, so that it wasn't a month that I got out of the house that I kind of knew I was going to do something else um, but I come out and then there is there is a high that goes with it and there's so much going on I was a fan so of course I wanted to meet people um, there were we have a group that was together that we're bonded with from, from the house you know and Um, You want to nurture those relationships. And it's almost like um, detachment issues when you're not together. So trying to fulfill that void of "I I miss my friends who I was just in this incubator with. And, you know, what are we doing? When am I seeing you guys again? But then on a business level, I did come back to running my business. And that also keeps me mentally active, mentally stimulated, having something to do, putting out fires, um, hiring people, working through the, the onboarding process. I think even before I went into the house, my life was like very busy and now was just even more busy. I wouldn't say if I could come out and, and do it again, I would do it differently. But I do understand the um, taking more time to yourself I think the the cloudiness comes from always having something to do Mm -hmm. and also not having time to like look back at yesterday I don't have time to go back and say you know yesterday somebody said something to me and that bothered me how do I feel about that I am like I'm sitting here with you today and then when you leave then I'm going to go and do this with my family and then I've got to get ready for this tomorrow and so those things just end up sitting. Yeah. And then I think that they add to the cloudiness. Definitely. I always say, like, I feel like my brain is like a ball of yarn that I just need to, like, straighten out. Mm-hmm. I think meditation would help with that.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, just. And I'm a very peaceful person. Like, I'm, I'm not. I don't have like I'm not chaotic and all over the place. I just do have so many things. That I'm responsible for in doing, and not really taking the time to um, go back and filter out all of the things that I may need to have, to have taken care of just for Tiff. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, definitely. I mean, I, I feel like um, you know, I sort of go through phases like that, um, just like when a season is on, and I'm like deep in it, mm-hmm. and I'm like every day, uh, there's just like no time to pause or stop or reflect. And then luckily for me, you know, I have, you know, the off season mm-hmm. and it, it sometimes takes me like a week or two mm-hmm. or even more like and, and I'm not on the show, but I'm just like covering it daily. Right. Uh, to just like detox from it and uh, like decompress and then like get my head in a completely different space and mm-hmm. start to like be more of like myself that is not. Constantly covering a show or whatever, yes. right? Yes. Um, and it is, yeah. It's definitely uh, tricky. So I can only imagine, like,
1: if you don't ever set it down,
2: yeah. Like it's just, it's just if it's constant. And um, and I think I think that when I started podcasting too, I think it was a little more like that. Like my head was more in this world. And when I wasn't podcasting about the show, I was like, whoa, where's where did the attention <laughs> yeah. go? Yeah. Hold on, yeah. Um, and, uh, and, you know, luckily I've been doing it for a long time now and it's, I'm, I'm much more used to just like, okay, there, you know, the attention comes and goes, I, you know, like, mm-hmm. uh, it's, it's like, uh, I need to focus on sort of like my core, uh, being and, um, and, and all of that. But it's, it's definitely tricky. And, um, it's, I think even harder when it is sort of like you're physically also all over the place yeah. and moving around and traveling and interacting with different people and um, and it can be hard to, I think, to stop because like you don't want to turn down this opportunity you don't yeah. want to not meet this person, you don't want to not but do this you thing. you never
1: know where it's going to lead yeah And I am not the traditional person in the sense of anything, really um, I don't really even want the monotony of I get up every day every day at this time and this mm-hmm. is what I do until this time and then I only I have this many hours to do this. I love my freedom. Yeah. If I had a choice between all the money in the world and all the freedom in the world, give me all the freedom in mm-hmm. the world. Because with all the freedom in the world I can get money. Yeah. But you can give me all the money in the world and that does not mean that I have freedom. Definitely. I like my free time. I like to be able to do what I want to do and so um I don't I still don't have like a consistent schedule but that was me even before Big Brother I'm an entrepreneur I own my own business I hire people and I hire people so I could be free not to do what I don't know but at least I can do whatever it is I'm like I want to I want to go and do this um but I do understand uh routine and I my I am just I am probably all over the place. I think I go to bed at 3 a.m maybe four.
2: If there's anything you should be probably try to be consistent with, it's probably sleep. uh, Oh that's probably the one thing.
1: I'm telling you sleeping and eating are the things that I am the least consistent with. Yeah. I'm not a eat I'm I'm not a live to eat type person. Mm -hmm. I barely like food. Yeah. I um eat to stay alive
2: well, when you're on the move a lot, it's like... It's, it's an inconvenience.
1: It is. I'm yeah.
2: like,
1: you know... You don't have a chicken sandwich bar that I can do. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I take one of them chicken sandwich bars, a burger bar, and...
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, it's it's nice
2: uh, You qualify the food by how long it takes to eat and how, how convenient is it. Yes. But, uh, you know... I mean, even even just like when yeah, even just when I'm at home and I'm covering the feeds, and, like I'm just really busy. I'm just like, I want to make a whole meal. All right.
1: And I think for me, it is the um, I just ha- am a perfectionist, mm-hmm. and not that things have to be perfect. That just for me, I have to know that I'm doing the best that I can, that I can, the best that I have to give. And so um, when I'm when I'm trying to create new projects, then it's like, okay, I want this to be right. And I, I need to gather this information, me trying to make sure that, that I'm doing things the correct way to get me to where I'm trying to go, which that's another thing I'm trying to figure out is girl, where you going?
2: I was going to ask you that where, like, what is the, like, if you could, because right now it's like, there's not enough sort of space to reflect and sort of like, you know, be you. Right. Mm-hmm. But you're still enjoying life. You're still doing these great things. Um, like what for you would be the ideal situation? Like what's the goal of the long term? Like, okay, this is what my life would look like if it was, it was really like what I wanted it to be.
4: Mm. That is a
1: very good question, Taryn. Um, I would love this. I, I think that everyone has something inside of them that makes them great, that serves a purpose for them being here. And uh, I, I'm i not like a singer and or a dancer like with this obvious talent, right? But I have realized that I've got a dynamic personality that some people just do enjoy. Uh, I would love to find out what I am actually supposed to do with that. I am. I realize that I have great connections and relationships with people. I love. I love kids. I've kind of like adopted all of my my the reality community. Like these are my babies, you know, mm. um, just to love on them and to allow them someone that they can genuinely have a relationship with. I'm not looking to get anything from anybody. Like, what's going to do? Put me back on TV again. <laughs> you know. Um, but I, I, um, I do want to continue to do something with entertainment. What? I don't know. I don't think I can read a script and become who they want me to be. Mm-hmm. But I can be me. If you want me to be me, I can be the best me. You know, if you want to hire me to be me, we're good here. But I do like conversation. I do like bouncing ideas off people. I like solving problems. Um, I am still trying to figure that out. But if I could just get paid for being me for the rest of my life and live comfortably and be financially free, then that is where I definitely want to be.
2: It's the dream.
1: It is.
2: I was wondering, you were talking about like like being there for, for other house guests and stuff. Uh, if Taylor were to be evicted soon or maybe at the end of the season, like comes out, sees all the stuff that was happening, like what do you say to her? Like like, what would you give to her for like advice or just like whatever?
1: I've thought about that. Um, It is an experience like no other, but there are a few of us who experienced the, her and situation her environment that she lives in and I would always want her to know first of all you're from Michigan like me you got somebody that's close by if you ever need to chat a hug someone to talk to someone to introduce you to somebody whatever that is um but you can't take that situation so seriously um it is an experience she did go through something i hope she's not traumatized i hope she gets to see all the love that she was receiving how people were have been so receptive to her and empathetic about her situation but it, whatever it is taylor first of all is so i can just see so much talent all around her she can come out of this house and go wherever she wants and yeah. she should Uh, Don't hold back. Go out there and become whoever it is you want to be. That's the wonderful thing about being a human being, like an ant can't be like, yeah, I don't want to be an ant anymore. I want to be this. No, humans can say, you know what? I want to be a doctor right now and go and be a doctor. Doesn't mean you're going to be a great doctor, but you can do that. I want to be a singer. Doesn't mean you're going to be a great singer, but you can do that. We have the freedom of choice to move freely, to become and do whatever we aspire to do. No one said it's going to be easy. No one said that you're going to be successful at it but you can do that and if she wants to come out and be a reporter she can come out and do whatever she wants I would I would advise her to just keep the circle of people around you who genuinely support you Mm -hmm. Um, I I went through an experience when I came out of family friends um, people who supported me saying hey these people didn't like you they don't like you You should not talk to them. You shouldn't be their friends. Mm. Um, I was like, hey, I get that. But I lived with them. I understand how you feel. We've worked all of that out. um, And uh, continue to move accordingly with my friendships the way I wanted to. I don't regret that at all. I do, though, understand how people feel now watching. Now that I'm watching Taylor go through the shaming, yeah. the, the the talking behind, behind her back, just totally dragging her. I'm like, don't come out and be any of their friends.
2: Yeah. <laughs> you get it now. I <laughs> totally
1: get it. But I could so understand if she looks at me and says, I actually think that these are good people. Mm-hmm. I respect them. We've worked it out. I want to be their friends. I don't have anything to say about that. I'm not.
2: Yeah. Going to be friends.
1: <laughs> I am not going to change my mind.
2: Oh man, you you don't also have a crush on Daniel? I thought everyone had a crush on Daniel.
1: Is Taylor got a crush on Daniel? <laughs> you know, it's funny though, because in the in these situations where you have nothing else but men and women living mm. together, it's just so natural. For an environment of, you know, the coming together of people. Yeah. That's just nature. Mm-hmm. Um, there is nothing else to do but find somebody attractive. Yeah. And have some fun. It, you have to have fun. Yeah. If she is crushing on Daniel, damn, Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> now you being unaware that when someone doesn't like you, <laughs> But who
2: I, knows maybe she can win him over
1: I, listen for her sake I'm hoping yeah. that she does maybe Daniel is somebody they want to keep around and as long as he's there then she's safe if she pulls him over to her side I would definitely try to work an angle with somebody in that house for sure the mm-hmm. girls are giving her absolutely nothing yeah Kyle is scared of Alyssa <laughs> So her only choice at this point, I mean, she could go to Turner, but I don't even think that that is an option.
2: Yeah, Michael's been talking to her, and he's been talking about trying to pull her in. Um, I think that's probably the way the way to go for her right now, at least. Yeah. Obviously, Michael is kind of dangerous long term, but yes, like she's got to think short term right now. She does. Um, you know, my concern for her is that she is a little too invested with the women who. You know, they're so fickle about like yeah. one day they're like, yeah, we'll keep Taylor around for a couple of weeks. And then, you know, last night they're like, OK, no, she's got to go next. And it's just like, you know, whereas Michael really sees her in his end game. Um, so
1: I think Michael sees her in his end game for one. He might think that he can beat her, mm-hmm. but she is she would be anybody's shield. Yeah. He is going to be viewed as a threat very soon. And as long as she is there and they want to send her home, she would have to go first unless it's like this situation with Pooch where and Pooch is hilarious. That is just so sad. Um, oh, boy. But she is a shield for Michael. And that's very smart for him to keep her because she's shielding him mm-hmm. because they want to send her. Oh, we'll send her next week. Oh, we'll send her next week. Taylor will mess around and be in the final three.
2: Yeah. Could happen
1: i could see it yeah. i think she'd be she'd have to win comp after comp after comp though you know to stay there
2: yeah i think i think um not only to stay there but also just to like get the respect she needs in the end i think you usually have to win yeah. some comps um so that they don't see it as just like oh well we could have gotten her out but we dragged her along
1: oh not the bitter um, jury mm.
2: I mean, look, Big Brother Canada 10 worked out, so. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. 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 It did.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Judy was boring. Hello. Then
0: Judy discovered chumbacasino.com.
2: It's my little escape.
0: Now Judy's the life of the party.
3: Oh, baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon.
0: Whoa. Take it easy, Judy.
4: even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life.
0: No purchase necessary. VTW. Root. Void We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.
2: Oh, man. Um, anything else from uh, Big Brother 24? Any thoughts, opinions?
1: Um, I'm trying to see who I would like to see um, in the end. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you, I have not been happy about uh, Michael and Monty. And I'm wondering if Monty is really seeing Taylor as a genuine person mm-hmm. or if she can trust him or, you know. It's almost like in, in this game, things happen so quickly, but it also takes a long time to build trust. It takes no time to break it, but it takes a long time to build it. And I think on for her, it's just better to not trust anybody. Um, but to play the game with who is best to keep your game but trust trust no one Mm -hmm. and i i um i don't really have anyone i want to see in (laughs) the i don't have a favorite player i'm just team taylor and it's not you know i've seen some things they're like oh you just like her because she's black or because of her skin tone and i'm like hey that's very remedial first of all and it's very shallow Mm -hmm. to think and maybe that's Whoever's projecting that onto me, that's that's their interpretation or their feelings about it. Um, I do empathize with her and I do go for the underdog. Mm -hmm. And so just yeah, y'all made me love her because she was (laughs) attacked and I don't believe that she did anything to warrant it. And so I'm like a mama bear. Like, no, I want to protect her. Mm -hmm. I I don't she can be the worst person in the world. But because all of y'all attacked her and nobody had her back, I feel like I'm going to have her back. And so I do want to see her slap everybody in the face and make it further ahead because they just counted her out so early. Also bringing game into it, the girl is a competitor. She's going out there giving it her all. I definitely can see her beating girls in these competitions Mm -hmm. and guys too. I can see her being uh, strategic, which she already is. They put her on the block the first week. She got saved by this twist or whatever. Put her on the block the second week. And she still managed. Up until today, we have no idea. It's looking like it's pooch. It could be Taylor. But the fact that it's not a signed, sealed, delivered deal, that it's Taylor that's going home. Mm -hmm. She is working her magic. And I respect that. I I couldn't turn the house around when they wanted me out, but it was also hard for me to campaign against Chada. Yeah. But I was like, they don't like me. I'm on the challenge. I didn't, I couldn't turn, I couldn't change their minds to yeah. like me. So I give it to her that she's playing a game and she's getting them to look the other direction. But what about looking this way? And they're looking that way. So I like the gameplay. Her, Michael, even Indy. Indy is Indy is letting people have it. I just love that she speaks her mind.
2: <laughs> yeah, Indy, Indy really, like, just, uh, and, and it, this is hurting her in some ways, but, um, you know, she really just plays her own game, mm-hmm. uh, which I, I appreciate. And I think that, like, I do think there's value in doing that um, as long as uh, it, the problem is, like, with these big casts and these long seasons, mm-hmm. like, the early portion of the game is where that can hurt you a bit mm-hmm. but, um, but I think that like if Indy makes it far enough maybe wins a comp or two here mm-hmm. or there uh, and then starts just like uh, people are like okay you won HOH great now let's do what we were going to do right and she's like no actually I've changed my mind. <laughs> Hold on <laughs> uh, like that's that can be very powerful. It, yeah I, I also um, from one injured
1: ankle to another go on send a call home Door like that did me. <laughs> I mean not Nicole. Jasmine.
2: Jasmine. <laughs> Nicole said Jasmine home. Bye. When you injured your ankle on the challenge, yeah. did you have people make you food all the time?
1: I uh I'm not that type of person. <laughs> I don't want you to do anything for me. I will figure it out. I am the FIL queen. You know what FIL is? It's figure it out, honey. I'm the big, I will figure it out. No. Um that's is just too dramatic for me it is way too dramatic
2: having people make you food is too dramatic and then but what about okay that's too dramatic complaining. then then complaining about it afterwards there's
1: a whole thread about it <laughs> can' you make me food Ew, this is this bread is stale this is too salty you ate my food and I didn't get what I wanted who made it? The-
2: Girl, it's so much. There's so much childish behavior very. in this house between like what they were doing to Taylor, the make me food and then I'll complain about it like you're my mother or father. Uh, the like, uh, Azza's Aza, middle school crush was very respectable, mm-hmm. very not middle school. Mm-hmm. The uh, Alyssa and Kyle middle school crush <laughs> is very middle school,
1: it is really giving middle school. <laughs> you know, Indy tried to tell her last night, she said hey you need to chill Mm -hmm. you're drawing attention to yourself and all Alyssa did the entire time was laugh 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 like she was not giving Indy um, the time of day or even considering what she was saying but Indy was right she's like I'm trying to school you Yeah, I'm trying to tell you that what you're doing is you're going to mess yourself up which is going to mess me up because I am working with you and what are you doing with this guy?
2: Yeah. And Alyssa's like, hey! <laughs> the girl? Are you listening? It feels like a conversation that I might have had in middle school or high school with a friend, like, uh, dude, you got you to chill a bit. Like, you're a little... Yeah,
1: she's not. <laughs> she's not. She'll look back and be like, I just couldn't help it.
2: He's so cute. Oh, man, I don't know what happened. They were trying to tell you what ha- what was happening and yeah. it was happening. Andy but. definitely
1: is trying to help her yeah. when no one
2: else is. Uh, for the record, this is... Uh, we're recording this. I think the eviction is probably happening as we speak. Um, obviously not airing, but uh, this will probably come out tomorrow, which will be Friday. Okay. Um, at some point. Uh you know, if I can get it edited. Um, but, uh, you are
1: a wonderful guy. You really took time for me today and I, I just appreciate your time.
2: Well, thanks for letting me know you're in town. I mean, it like, uh, you know, when you told me you were around, uh, and you were like, Hey, we should get together. Uh, I was like, wow, great timing because there's no episode on Thursday. (laughs) Um, now they are, they are putting the feeds back up. So, um, you know, I thought maybe maybe it would be even more convenient, but I'm glad we have feeds because I, I yeah. think we would be missing a lot if we didn't. Um, but uh, yeah, this has been fun.
1: It has. It's always great. I am um, I am a fan of yours. You know, I am I am covering live feeds, but it's like the Tiffany edition. Taryn edition is like another scale. He's like master level feed coverage, and I am like I'm watching feeds, and I'm like I'm trying to tell y'all what's going on, but I am in no comparison on your level. I think people listen to me because it's they just like me, and I appreciate it. But I, my hat is off to you Thank in you. being able to watch, digest, cover, reiterate, and make a lot of sense of it. It is not an easy thing to do.
2: Not a lot of people try, so yeah, yes. I think it's it's nice to. hear yeah, you
1: say. no, I my my I have to give accolades. I have to give credit what credit is due. My hat is off to you not a lot of people can do that. Um that's actually how I made one of my friends like online Selena. She had a she had a stand page and um I was watching I was listening to her, watching her tweets and she's like narrating my thoughts and I'm going, who is this person? Is this mm-hmm. who is this? Is this my alter ego or something? But I respect that when mm-hmm. you can not even know a person but You can connect with them on the level where you understand them. And you just really do have a knack of watching and being able to give back to the audience what is actually happening. It's not an easy job.
2: Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, Well, thank you you. for talking with me. Uh, Thank everyone for watching and or listening. Um, Where can people find you if they want to follow what you're doing?
1: You can always find me. First of all, I've got my own show on the Winter Circle. Monday and Wednesday we air YouTube, Spotify, and Apple. But you can follow me on Twitter at Absolutely Tiff. And you can follow me on Instagram at Absolutely Gorgeous 100.
2: All right. now you can, of course, find me over on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Taryn Armstrong. And I don't know what camera. I've got three cameras going right now. I don't know if I'm going to use all of them. But, uh. It's production. Yeah, twitch.tv slash Taryn Armstrong. Check out the uh, the, the Big Brother 24 coverage we've got going on. Uh, I've been watching the episodes live on Twitch. Uh, we run little like predictions where you can bet points, uh, like, uh, like what's gonna happen. Like, are they gonna show the Kyle Alyssa showmans Mm -hmm. in this segment? Yes, no. And, uh, people have been gambling their points away. It's been fun. Um, but it uh, is something, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> all right, that's what we've got. Thank you all so much for uh, for hanging out with us here, and see you next time.
0: Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring.
3: A laundry?
2: Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh?
0: Ah, <sighs> oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino.